Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast. See you live today. It is a Friday night, episode 163, February 4th. February 4th. You know what that means. We're officially one month away from the Cape Crusader, the Dark Knight, Robert Pattinson starring the Batman. Literally only a month away. Oh my goodness. I literally thought today, I don't know why, but I thought today that tickets would be on sale finally. And then I had to recheck myself. I'm like, oh no, it's actually February 10th. February 10th is when we can get our tickets. And I can imagine the traffic for getting a tickets and, you know, the sites and everything else would be just be blowing up like crazy. Just like what they did for Spider-Man No Way Home. Because if you thought if that movie got hella traffic with tickets and pre-sales and everything else, I can only imagine how next week is going to be. With that being said, though, with that being said, we got to be careful of the certain people that likes to take advantage on getting tickets and then try to resell back to us with a heavy, heavier price. What are they called? Uh, Sherpas? Shupas? It's something along those lines. I don't remember exactly what it is, but just be mindful of that. Because it's one of those things where they just want to take advantage of us and they just want to leech away at our hard-earned money. And remember, even though if we can't see it, and I understand, I understand what I'm about to say, so don't get your panties in a bunch. I understand in the fact that if you don't see it right away, there's always another opportunity within the following week, following week to see it. Then at the same time, with spoilers and social media and everything likes to blow everything out of proportion, it's kind of hard to do that. I understand. But where there's a will, there's a way. And if you don't give up on anything, you can get your tickets right away starting next week, starting next Friday. I guarantee, I guarantee that we'll be able to see the movie, hopefully with no problems whatsoever. And that's it. That's all it's done. But we're officially one month away. March 4th is approaching near only 30 days. 30 fucking days. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, maybe I should do like I did last time with Spider-Man No Way Home. Maybe I should do like a recap of all the Batman movies. And then I thought, nah, a part of me really doesn't want to do that. I really want to play the Arkham games. I'm sure I said this before, but I really want to replay the Arkham games for me to get into the headspace of being the Batman. You know, with Arkham Asylum, the recent one that just came out, and Arkham City, which is arguably the best one out of all of them. There's there's definitely a lot of supply and demand for that. I wouldn't say a lot of supply and demand, but it's just what I'm thinking is what I'm craving to do. And at the same time, with everything that's going on in my life, with voice acting, marketing, me working a full-time job, and only have a finite window before my lazy panda comes home, it's hard enough as it is. But one likes to dream. And maybe, let's face it, I can't finish all previous of the games, like all prequels, the first, second, third, and even the fourth, literally in one month. I, I can't do that. I would have to finish every game within a week of its time, and there's no, realistically, there's no way that I can do that. But, 
if there is new Batman content that maybe I can review, maybe not the previous films, but maybe something that has to do with Batman, that has to do with the Dark Knight, then I could probably do that instead. So maybe starting next week, maybe starting next Friday, like a little bit of a, not a count, well, you could say it's a countdown. Maybe what I can do is I can watch a Batman content that I haven't seen or read, you never know, and I can do it that way. You know, leading up to the Batman, I can do one content, one piece of content that I haven't watched before, like Batwoman, and see what I can do with that. It could be fun, could be not, but, you know, we're just spitballing here, and I'm sure I can make it fun. I'm sure I can make it fun. But if you haven't thought about it yet, well, not really thought about it, if you don't know yet, I have made my TikTok videos. I finally did it. I finally made my TikTok videos after me talking about it for weeks and months. I finally did it. And let me tell you, they've been extremely fun to do. Challenging, yes. Because I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of young kids and, you know, uh, Generation Z or X's or whatever the hell you call them, millennials, like, they are on TikTok like fire. And I'm pretty sure they had way more time to do it during the COVID pandemic, as obviously. And it's been really fun because I introduced a character that is basically a parody, like J. Jonah Jameson from Spider-Man. And it's been really fun. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go on my TikTok right now at Voice of Garcia, as well as my other social media stuff and everything else. If you want to give this podcast a Hulk smash with a like, follow, and subscribe, you know, because it helps me out tremendously when you do that, just letting you know. And it's to the point that now I want to do more. Now, I, now I'm starting to become more comfortable in terms of putting myself out there on social media. I'm starting to become more comfortable and not care much about, oh my God, people are going to think this is stupid. People are going to think this is, this is dumb. Oh, it's a waste of time. Oh, this guy needs to go kill himself or whatever the hell, whatever hateful shit that people say on, on the internet nowadays, the trolls, basically. And then I have to remember, you know what? I'm doing this for fun. I mean, yeah, there's an amount of exposure that I do want, of course, but I'm doing this for fun. Like, this is fun for me to do. It gives me a chance to take everything else, to take a break from the voice acting and everything else, and it gives me the opportunity to think of new ideas, write them down, plan, and it's a level of discipline that a lot of people should have but don't, and it's a way for me to get outside my comfort zone because me being a huge introvert, it's hard enough for me to talk myself in front of a camera. But if I can do it in short clips, like TikTok, or Instagram, or Facebook, whatever people use, and add a few effects, and some quick cuts, maybe tell a joke because it's all about comedic timing, that's, all, that's what it's about. And I'm having fun with it. I can't stress that enough. I'm having fun with it. So. I recently made just two TikTok videos. I wouldn't say two because I've been making them for a while. But I'm saying consistently. I call this character Spanish Juan. And what this character is, is basically a comic book reporter that likes to talk on breaking news whenever it comes to comic book content. I'm going to branch out and see if I can do other contents as well, like entertainment stuff 
and mixed martial arts stuff and everything else. But I want to keep it very niche specific and see how far I can bring this character out. And there's going to be some other stuff too in between. But, you know, hey, if you don't start now, you're never going to start. So that's how I see it. That's how I see it. Today on the episode of the podcast, we're going to dive into some talk on, what's her name again? Dakota Johnson? The Fifty Shades of Grey girl, right? Fifty Shades of Grey, the star of Fifty Shades of Grey, Dakota Johnson, and apparently she's in talks or she's been casted already by Sony to be our Madam Web. And I have to tell you, it, it took me by surprise. It really did. The news really took me by surprise. Then I thought a lot about it. I'm like, you know what? This actually might be a good thing. I, I know I, I get it. I get it. Garcia, what are you talking about? This is crazy. You're you're on the you're on the Kool-Aid pills or I don't know if people say that. You're 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 hyping up the Kool-Aid or whichever. I get it. I understand. But considering this is a podcast that makes me look at the other side of the coin here, I'm not going to jump on the hate train yet. The same way I'm not going to jump on the hate train for Robert Pattinson for the Twilight films, I'm not going to jump on the hate train for Dakota Johnson for the Fifty Shades of Bullshit films. So we're going to talk about that and more later on. And before then, let's talk quickly on Channing Tatum's traumatization with Gambit. Because let's quickly get past that. All that plus our superhero quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get the shout outs out of the way, shall we? And I want to give a quick shout out to the man, the GOAT himself, the one that announced his retirement already early this week, actually. Tom Patrick Brady Jr. or whatever the hell Skip Bayless likes to say all the time. <laughs> now, yes, yes, I'm not a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan, but my dad is. And with him, you know, retiring after 22 seasons of the NFL, there, there's something about him that you just can't help but respect. And a friend of mine, a coworker of mine, actually brought this up to me where he's like, dude, this is probably one of the most loved and hated people in all of sports, period. But the fact that he's arguably the greatest player to ever live, you can't help but respect that. So that's my shout out to him. You know, with the fact that I don't think anybody else can fill his shoes, maybe Patrick Mahomes in the future, whatever the case may be, I don't know. But again, you can't help but be in awe and be inspired by his work ethic, his the fact that he puts 100% of his commitment in everything that he does, which, which got him to where he is now. Seven Super Bowl rings. Jesus Christ, bro. Those are, I know those are team sports, but again, it only proves to you that you want to be the best, you're going to have to give it your all. And that's something that I'm learning every single day. It's one thing to have family. It's one thing to have obligations. But if you want to be the best, you got to give it your all. I'm not saying I want to be exactly like Tom Brady. I'm just saying there's a work ethic that there's going to be leaps and bounds that even I have to face. And yeah, he probably set the bar. We're probably not going to even reach it or pass it, but we can come close, hopefully. And who knows? Maybe we can pass it. It could be about anything. Maybe not sports, but it could be about anything. Still, I respect greatness, and he's definitely the greatest to ever live. So... Tom Brady, congratulations on your retirement. May best of luck in your future endeavors, whatever that it is that you do. And 
That's all I gotta say. Take care of yourself. That's pretty much that's pretty much it, really. That's what we have for the shoutouts. Let's dive into some talk on Gambit and Madam Web. Dakota Johnson. Good or bad? That comes right in a bit. Before we get to Madam Web, I definitely want to take this opportunity to address what it is that Channing Tatum was feeling when he really, and I mean really, wanted to play the Gambit character, and then that basically was taken away from him due to the rights, or at least the studios, in this case Disney buying off Fox. He explains for a while that Put it this way, he was very passionate about playing this character, and I mean extremely passionate, to the point that he gives in specific detail in terms of them building a studio, him working as the character, and the fact that he was really passionate about it so much that he couldn't help but be extremely excited and even start to tease or slightly promote his project as more time went past. And then ever since the fact that Disney bought off Fox from them, the character no longer even mattered. The project got nixed, and then fast forward to right now, Disney acquires Fox, and the X-Men universe as we know is basically integrated with the Disney universe, or in this case the MCU, and everything goes pish posh pish posh. I'm sure you pretty much know the extent of this already, but I'm just basically giving you a little bit of a synopsis in terms of what's going on. But he explained that he was traumatized by this act. He explained that he was traumatized on the fact that ever since this happened, he could no longer watch Marvel movies after that. That he lost the will to continuously watch Marvel movies because playing this character meant so much to him, he said that it was almost as if it was his friend. That he lost a close friend and it was traumatizing for him and the fact that he could no longer just continue on in terms of watching any Marvel movie whatsoever after this plan got nixed. Sorry, I had to fix my chair. <laughs> now, here's the thing. There's a part of me that thinks to myself, okay, he must be exaggerating. He must be exaggerating on the fact that it is a character and he must have known. He must have known, or maybe he didn't, but who, who am I to say? He must have known that this was never going to work out. That ever since the X-Men movies, in terms of the direction that they were going, remember with the whole reboot, prequel stories with X-Men Days of Future Past and everything that went after that, he must have known that it didn't go... It was not heading into a good direction, basically. And ever since the botched, botched movies of... Goddamn, the Dark Phoenix and New Mutants and the fact that everything was just pish posh into the toilet. I keep on saying that. I keep saying that, pish posh. It kept on going straight into the toilet. He must have known that this was not going to work. And yet, there's a huge part of me that can't help but feel bad for him. Because if he's saying that he's traumatized, right? 
and he has not watched a Marvel movie after that, then it was a strong chance that he probably would have given it his all in terms of being this character of Gambit. Gambit from the 90s, especially with the X-Men cartoon series, he was a fan favorite, and he still is, I'm sure, by far. You know, the fact that he could use kinetic energy to control decks of playing cards, and he has his gigantic staff, and not gigantic, but he has a staff, and we caught a quick glimpse, a glimpse of that in the X-Men Origins movie, or Wolverine Origins movie to be exact, although we shall not talk about that because, goddamn, was that such a bad film. But Channing Tatum, I have no doubt that he was going to take the character and bring it into new light. And for someone to say that he was traumatized by that, it only meant to say that he was going to take it extremely seriously. A passion project is very rare for certain actors to even have, especially in the world of Hollywood. You watch Hollywood movies now, and they were not as, well, excuse me, let me rephrase. They are not as how they used to be back then. Back then, there was some soul in terms of filmmaking. There was soul in terms of what the director was doing. There was, you know, heart and passion and so much that goes into everything from script writing to directing to acting, everything else that falls in between. And yet, as of late, I'm not saying for all of them, but as of late, there's been more movies that is just made for cash grabs, getting a quick buck, nostalgia based on the fact that they just want to utilize it just for the studios to do it and I'm sure he hopes one day that Disney now integrated is going to take this character and maybe bring him into light here's the thing why and why oh God's greener do we ever want to see a Disney version of Gambit Gambit is the type of character that you would definitely see either in an R-rated film or a much more mature PG-13 type of a movie. And I'm not saying Disney can't do that. I'm just saying with the direction that Disney is going right now, it's a little hard to say. Especially since we still have no idea what they're going to do with the X-Men universe. They've already incorporated a few of the characters, a few. So far we've only seen one. If we've seen another and I forgot who it was and I apologize... But we've only seen one character that was Quicksilver. And that was botched in it by itself. So, if we're going to see Gambit, how are we going to see him? Going to have his own origin story. It's going to have more mutants play out. And maybe there could be something with him joining the X-Men again. Or maybe it could be just like the animated shows where they come together as a team. or so Whatever ideas they had. Maybe this is actually a good thing. And that's a huge maybe. Sometimes, as we've seen, what they're doing with the X-Men characters, it seems very likely that they're just blending the characters in for the sake of cameos. Which kind of sucks if you truly think about it because you're just wasting the opportunity you can with the rogue gallery that you have with these characters. But at the same time, it could be a little bit too soon for me to say that because we still don't know what's going to happen with Doctor Strange. We still don't know how the multiverse is going to expand or how far it can expand. There could potentially be a Secret War storyline going on. Like, we still don't know exactly what's going to happen from this point forward. And maybe this is a little bit of a stretch, but Gambit is not 
he's a fan favorite, yes, but I don't think he's important enough for Disney to even care about as of this moment right now. And, you know, this could actually be good for Channing Tatum because with the direction that Fox did, especially with the past few movies, again, at times it's all about credibility. Sometimes it's all about how your track record has been gone so far. You know, a lot of people don't remember how movies start or what you've done before. They only care about what you've done as of late. You know that Eddie Murphy joke, what have you done for me lately? And lately, Fox has been botching, and I mean goddamn botching with their last few films. The only good piece of cinema that they've actually produced, what, Logan, off the top of my head, X-Men 1, X-Men 2, Days of Future Past, um, First Class. Like, there are some good movies, but the majority of them, not so much. So if they were going to make a Gambit movie, it probably would not been as good as Channing Tatum would have thought to be. I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. But I'm saying as of late from the track record, I wouldn't really put too much stock in that. So Channing Tatum, if you're hearing this, I completely doubt that you are. But if you're hearing this, don't feel too bad. Don't feel too bad. With the direction in terms of where it's going in right now, maybe you can try to organize some kind of deal with Disney and try to con- talk. Uh, excuse me, try to talk to them and contact with them and be like, "Hey, you know what? I want this character to come back. He means a lot to me. It could be good for the kids, or it could be good for the audience. It could be good for the families. Whatever. Let's make this the best we can. Or, or they're just going to go into whatever direction that they're going to, which I don't even know what they're going to do. So. I know I spent way too much time on that, but it's not the end of the world. Channing Tatum, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I'm just saying you're going to be fine. Now let's get into the main meat of this podcast episode. Oh my goodness. Dakota Johnson as Madam Webb. Where do we start with this? Where do we start with this? Hmm. Okay. Here we go. I was like everybody else. Or a little bit like everybody else. The first time I heard this news yesterday, I just thought to myself, I'm like, wait, what? Madam Web? Hold on. Madam Web? And Sony is like, this this is going to be our first female superhero that represents Sony. And I'm like, really? Madam Web? Before Black Cat? Before Silver Sable? Before even Spider-Gwen? I mean, Spider-Gwen is killing it in the comics right now. And she's, she's much more of a fan favorite now with her involvement with Spider-Man, Peter Parker, and Spider-Man Miles Morales. And I thought, really? Madam Web? I was just blown away. First, And before I continue on, I could care less that Dakota Johnson is playing this character. I could care fucking less in any way, shape, or form. I know I made a joke about it on my TikTok video on my latest one, but... These are my true thoughts. I could care fucking less that Dakota Johnson is going to be this character. But then I got to think about it. And I really, really, really thought about it. It took me a few hours, like sometime last night. And maybe there's a different approach here. Maybe there's a different reasoning or there's a different vision that a lot of people are not seeing right now. And yes, I went through Twitter. I went through Facebook. I went through all of the posts and everything else. And it's the moment where I see all the hateful comments and goddamn people are just ruthless. And I see all of that. 
And I'm like, maybe there's something that's going on here that could be genius and we just don't know it as of yet. The introduction of Madam Web might be the greatest thing or one of the greatest things that could happen to Sony right now. Aside from the Spider-Man No Way Home and the combination of the three Spider-Man, it could be the greatest thing that could happen right now. Put it this way. I'm trying my best not to spoil what could be a potential movie that will go on forward, so I'm going to be very meticulous in terms of what I'm going to say in terms of who the character is. Madam Web is a clairvoyant. She's an old lady, blind, with a uh, deteriorating... I can't even say that word. (laughs) Deteriorating type of a condition. And she sits down in a chair. And she's essentially a a mythical-like figure. Like a mystical-like figure. In a way, picture her as an older version of Doctor Strange, pretty much. With less charisma. And if you remembered from Spider-Man the Animated Series... She was heavily involved in the storyline of Spider-Man in general. Because she actually brought together these Spider-Men to take off and take against a particular villain. I'm not going to spoil who it is because it might be in the movie or in the future movies. A particular villain and they had to come together in order to stop this particular villain. I don't remember if the episode was Spider-Wars or Secret Wars, but... I'm sure they have a lot in common when it comes to this character. And this just got me thinking, what if, what if Madam Web is the bridge to expand the Spider-Man universe as a whole? Just think about this real quick. Just think about this. What if she is the bridge to expand the Spider-Verse? Now, I don't mean the multiverse. We're already dealing with that within the MCU. I'm not talking about that. What I am talking about is the Spider-Man characters as a whole. Black Cat, Silver Surfer, Scorpion, Kraven the Hunter, uh, Hobgoblin, Green Goblin, um, uh, Doc Ock. You, everything. Everything combined. And I'm just talking about the main rogue galleries as villains. But what if her involvement actually gives us more than that? What if she is the key to give us other variations of Spider-Man characters? We already know that multiple Spider-Man exists already, but what if we get more than that? What if we can actually get Ed Ben Riley slash Scarlet Spider? What if we actually get a Spider-Woman? What about a, 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 a different symbiote Spider-Man? Even though I'm hoping that's for Andrew Garfield, but that's another conversation for another time. What if we get the Man-Spider? Or the armored spider, you know? Or what happens if we get a uh, the punk rock spider? Captain Universe, for example. I know I'm showing a bunch of names and you probably don't know who these characters are. That's my brain working through games and comics and everything else. But you get my point. If she is the bridge to expand the spider universe, then Madam Web's introduction could be the greatest thing that could happen to Sony as of this moment. Now, here's the flip side of that coin. If it's Dakota Johnson that's going to play this character, chances are she's not going to play the old Madam Web, Cassandra Webb, which is her name. She most likely is going to be playing Julia Carpenter, which who Madam Web passed on her powers in terms of this new character, a younger version, and becomes the new Madam Web. If that is the case, then everything that I just said 
may go right down to shit. And what do I mean by that? Well, the narrative is not going to be focused so much on the old Madam Web. It's not going to be focused so much on the older woman, but more on the individual character, the young version of Madam Web, Julia Carpenter, and whatever trials and tribulations and her story or her narrative structure is going to be moving forward. Which means we're not going to get the Spider-Verse as of yet. We're not going to get the expanded story. And it's just going to be a slow burn. And it's just going to focus on characters that, let's face it, a lot of people really don't know who Julia Carpenter is yet. I'm not trying to insult anyone's intelligence here, but a lot of people really don't know who the hell it is. Now, like I said, I could care less that it's Dakota Johnson being this character. But it kind of makes sense that they would cast her as a young character, not the old version of Madam Web. Who do I see as an old version of Madam Web if they actually do that? Uh, I don't know. I'm, you know, casting choices. I mean, Meryl Streep, maybe. Or, I'm just spitballing here, Sandra Bullock, probably. Or, I was going to say Betty White, but she died recently. Before the new year, actually. I, I don't know. Like, there could be... There's tons of old actresses. Um, Who's that woman from Mary? Uh, uh, Julia Roberts? Maybe her. Oh, that's a good casting choice. Julia Roberts. She could be a great Madam Web. An old version of Madam Web. And she can pass on the... Uh, pass on the, the mantle of Madam Web. The new Madam Web to Julian Carpenter. Which maybe Dakota Johnson is going to be. But if they do that, though, if they do that, then the entire structure of the Spider-Verse expanding might be a little bit of an afterthought, or it may not even exist yet. Which kind of sucks, because Sony knows what they have in their possession. They're already expanding the Sony Marvel Cinematic Universe, SMSC, right? SMCU. Yes, SMCU. So... There's, there's already a key component in terms of what they're doing. And introducing Madam Web to expand this universe actually makes sense. But I'm holding off on a little bit because I need to see the movie. I need to see how they're going to execute it. First and foremost, you have to focus on your individual story first before you can go on and move to the next thing. It's one thing to be sequel baiting. It's one thing to you know, tease us with a potential thing that's going on. But you have to admit, I'm onto something here. I'm onto something. And if Dakota Johnson is going to be the young version of Madam Web and not the older version that we know in the comics, the old woman that's sitting in the life support chair, then the focus may not be exactly to what I predict. So as of right now, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. As I said, as I said earlier, this could be, as of this moment, the greatest thing that Sony can do, or it can turn into a complete disaster. And as I said earlier as well, when it comes to credentials and the thought of what have you done for me lately, Sony is not keeping a good track record as of this moment. I'm just going to leave it at that. Let's see. Let's see. 
That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you disagree with me or agree with me in any way, shape, or form, and you want your voice to be heard, you know what to do. Go and Hulk smash that like, subscribe, and share button on all of the platforms. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, everywhere else that you listen to your podcast it helps me out tremendously and if you want to be on the podcast yourself you know what to do hit me up voice of garcia twitter instagram and now i'm on tiktok oh fuck i'm on tiktok and i'm creating content every single day trying to be entertaining for you guys and i enjoy it and i love it and if you want to see some interesting ideas or if you want to give me interesting ideas to try oh my goodness i like to challenge myself i like to challenge myself in a variety of ways You let me know, and let's make some magic happen. Now, like we do, let's go into our superhero quote of the day. And this one, most likely, will be from Madam Web herself. Not the young version, the old version. Cassandra Web. Let's just call her Cassandra. Cassandra Web is what she says, and I quote, It's not the how you must master, it's the why. And my response to that is, why do we do what we do? Why do we put ourselves out there? Why do we go into the acting roles? Why do we do voiceover? Why do we do our jobs? Why do we do anything? And once we truly know the answer, we always have to remind ourselves, what is it that keeps us going? So it's not the how you must master something why you must master it, why you must be the best, why you must put yourself before anything else, why you must put your family before you, why you must provide, protect, battle, fight. So just ask yourself that. And if you truly are, if you're truly happy in terms of why you know the answer, it can go a long way. It can go a long way. Guys, have a great weekend. Tune in on Tuesday where we will talk more of all the news that comes in the world of comics, news, movies, games, whatever the case may be. And always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it, controversial or otherwise. Remember, one month away to the Batman. Till next time, take care of yourselves. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.